Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Three Married Dudes podcast. I am Colin. Nick and Steve are also here. Howdy, howdy. Hey, hey, what's up? Sorry for the long layover uh, in uh, episodes, I guess. Um, I have been on vacation and I had something for work, so we haven't put out an episode in like two weeks. We did an episode on sports, um, but seeing as how we did it like two weeks ago, it's kind of irrelevant to put out a two-week-old sports episode. Yeah, so the we, combine is kind of over. Yeah, with the NFL combine, it's kind of <laughs> over. Hey, it was real Way exciting, but uh, that was a while ago. That was hey, that, nice. <laughs> that's been a little bit of a time difference there. So um, instead of uh, you know putting it out and kind of ruining everybody's day with that because no one would want to listen to it and our 11 people that actually listen to us uh, would all disappear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we just decided to scrap that. So anyway, sorry, uh, we're going to get back on our normal schedule, which uh, we don't have. So uh, we figured that we would talk about today kind of just uh, a random assortment of unsundry items, you know, vacation maybe, you know, the UConn women basketball team losing last night. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll just start and go from there. So Nick's the one. Go. go. Yeah. Just, Let's just do go. this. Just, just do this. Floor meat pedal. Um, so the, uh, yeah, UConn women's basketball team lost last night. Nick's the one that told us that they've won like 115 straight. 111 games straight games and lost last night. You know the thing that I hate more than basketball? Women's basketball. <laughs> I, I cannot I could not care any less. These people, they have that thing on HBO. I don't know if you guys have watched it or not. It's like the Yukon Women March to Madness or something like that. I did watch it. No. It's I on there. That. I don't have HBO, so no. No. Well, isn't. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's actually pretty good. And the, some of the things that, that you actually get to see that, um, the only reason that we're really talking about this is how absolutely freakishly enormous these women are like the, you know, they've got girls on there that are like six foot 11, like no shit. No, they don't. How? Okay. How tall is the tallest UConn women's basketball player? I bet she's like six, eight, six, nine. No way. No yes, way. I would guarantee I she's like 6'6 six, six max. 6'6 six, no, six max. Uh, okay. There's a few women out there that are Your average tall left tackle in the NFL. <laughs> but <laughs> I guarantee it's, it's not that big. You're talking about like the biggest woman ever plays, like Brittany Griner, and she was what? 6'9? She was 7'11. She was pretty big. <laughs> 12 feet tall. Pretty big. I thought she was like 6'10 or something like that. She is ginormous hang on a second i'm looking it up right now because you two don't know what the hell you're talking about i, I agree with They're you but screw 11. you if they were 611 they 611. would dunk a lot more they, they, you can just reach up and put it in the hoop it ain't hard okay i was wrong you're yeah. right that's right what's the how Six, tall is the tallest girl that's four inches though I mean, I said six six. Yeah, I, I know said six said, six. It's six seven. Hey, four inches goes a long way, boys. You should know that by now. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't go a long way. Yeah, but even at six seven, you should be able to path. dunk, man. I mean, six seven. If I was six seven, I'd be able to dunk. Brittany Griner was six eight. 
Or is that's six it? eight? That's it. Hmm. What do you mean that's I she it? she was taller than that. What do you mean that's it? Oh, she's only six I mean, that's eight. huge. I, that's super tall. <clears throat> but not basketball. You know, I read an interesting yeah, LeBron statistic. James is what, 6'9"? No. He's 6'9 or 6'10 or something like that. I would dunk on LeBron. Go for it. All right. Well, the Renzo you have ball. to be able to dunk first. <laughs> I can dunk a tennis ball. Problem one, can't dunk. Problem two, want to dunk on LeBron. <laughs> you bet your ass I'd try. If I get out there and he gives me a shot, I'm going to dunk on him. Yeah, how about that? Just hear trampoline first. What's your take on this this whole thing about Lorenzo Ball and his son? You know, obviously he's a stud and he's going to be a you know top pick in the NBA draft. But his dad is crazy. If I'm an NBA team, any chance I get? Would I would I want to take a guy whose dad is going to be in the media constantly making these stupid comments like my son's better than Steph Curry? No, you're not. Okay, maybe five years from now he he could be better than Steph Curry, but today he's not. No, you well, can't beat Michael Jordan one on one. You're an idiot. You, if you, you're, boy, his average score in college was like two points. If you're, <laughs> if you're a small market team, like a small market team, the Bucks, like, like the Bucks or the Timberwolves, you absolutely take him. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just because you need media coverage. Right, but if you're like the Lakers, I don't know if I take him. They suck though. Doesn't matter. I don't. They are already all over the media. Why do I want more? All right. Well, let me put this to another way. If you are his son and you're a stud basketball player in UCLA Bruin, you know you're going to go top five in the NBA draft and make a lot of money. Do you want your dad mouthing off constantly in the media about bullshit? Because yes. I'd be sitting there. I would tell my dad to shut up. In basketball, <laughs> like, what is yes. wrong with you? Um, you want your dad to start talking about how the fact that I want to sell tennis shoes. You're going to sell point. tennis shoes no matter what. I want to sell tennis shoes. I want you know every what? kid in America to know who I am. You know what, And I Nick, want them though? to buy my tennis shoe. You – all right. It, everything comes back to the bottom line, all right? So it's great that day one coming out of, the, out of the NBA draft, you signed with Nike, just to say it. If you don't do anything, okay, if you aren't as good as you project yourself to be, if you aren't better than Steph Curry right away, everyone is going to – dog you the entire media every news story is going to be out there every newscast going to be talking about how man he's having a terrible season oh man what's going on he's not doing that well, well hang you on. know before don't care they bought my tennis shoe before the season started you're making well, the expo- yeah, but you are not- so you bought one tennis shoe it's about buying tennis shoes every year about making he money he didn't say that though his dad said that it's doesn't one matter thing if you come out and you're the one that says I'm the greatest player of all time. No, nah, it doesn't matter. But if a third party gets on the meet in, in the media and starts telling people, I mean, you kind of ha- oh, you know it, Colin. You know, okay, that if he doesn't come out and isn't an immediate superstar in the NBA, no, you're right. People are going to immediately start writing stories and talking about this constantly. How is he a failure? Is he a flop? Is he a bust? Is this you know every acronym you can think of they're going to start flying with and it's going to be associated with his name you know how much pressure that must be it's there's enormous pressure to begin with to go into a professional sport now you're putting the expectations that you're going to be better than michael jordan and steph curry and lebron james and kobe bryant i mean it's a it's me break kind of a, it's kind of a two-edged sword because he really is good i mean he is he's very good he's very good and you know that his i mean his they showed like that video of him doing all those weird like warm up routines and stuff like that that his dad had put him through and stuff. You know, those I, I saw a sports center with it. 
Yeah. You know, there's the two-edged sword because he got there because of the stuff that his dad did. I know that he's, you know, good to begin with, and his dad probably just helped him. But his dad, you're right, his dad is crazy. I mean, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's helping or hurting. I kind of agree with Nick, but I also agree with you, Steve. I think that, you know, my my job is to sell tennis shoes. I'm, uh, you know, I need to do that first and foremost because if I don't, they're going to cancel my contract with Nike. And, but I need mm. to play basketball well at the same time. So I, I How you sell tennis shoes in the NBA is that you're a good player and you're a damn good player. I mean, if you're an average player, you don't sell tennis shoes. No one, no, Jeremy Lin doesn't get a Nike deal. Okay. You know, um, he made a lot of money. Even, <laughs> he made, a, he made a lot of money for a few years of off of, off of some endorsements. Yeah. But it was short term success. Now he's gone on four different teams and he's made good. He makes good money. He makes average NBA money, which I would take in a heartbeat. So don't, don't get me on that. I mean, he's making like 6 million a year or something like that. I'd love to have that. But in the long term thing, I mean, he's not making, you know, above 15, 20, which is like your superstar players. He had the sickest man bun when he was in Charlotte. Yes, he did. Oh, my great hair. Great hair on that guy. I'm mostly jealous because I'm bored. But he's my point because, you know, short term versus long term. Okay. Is it better to be Jeremy Lin and have your two minutes of fame and be an average player and have all that money in a couple weeks or a couple months or to be LeBron James and have the $100 million contract every year? And he sells a billion shoes worldwide every single year. You know, what I'm saying is it's great if Lorenzo Ball sells his son's, you know, you know, Nike deal to start off for the first year. But if his kid doesn't come out and be immediate impact superstar rookie of the year, you failed. You failed right off the bat. No one's going to touch you. Yes. So great short term success. No long term. Yeah, but most people don't even get the short-term success. You're absolutely right. So, you know, like when you said it was a double-edged sword, you know, which way do you want to go? But if you believe that you are better than Steph Curry and all that, like they're saying, then you shouldn't have to you say you should go do it. he actually believes that, though? Because I don't think he does. Him? I, absolutely not. His I think, dad, his, yeah, I think, I his, think dad his dad does. absolutely does. I think his dad believes everything he says. I, as crazy as he is, I think he believes every word he well, says. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. Like, because I work with... You know, kids in sports. I have met many a dad who think their kid is the next big thing in sports, and they're awful. Like so, I mean, it happens. And I honestly think his dad believes, like, if if he he's better than Steph Curry right now. And I think his dad. I don't think his dad believes he would actually beat Michael Jordan in one on one. I think he just says that to make himself popular to make more money. I think Nick, you can't really. Fault a, a father for taking the side. No, you can't. Kid. I mean, no, but, you can't. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, think, I don't think I'd ever be. No matter how good my kid got, I don't think I'd want to be front and center. It's his job to be front and center in front of the camera if he wants that. I'm just his dad. You know, I'm there for support. I'm not supposed to be there to be making outlandish comments and on ESPN to get attention for myself. That's interesting. You know, I I think it's just one of those situations where. What kind of father are you going to be? And I'm not going to be the one that's going to be sitting there going, this is my son. Everyone bow down to him. He's the greatest ever. Oh, he came from me. Look at me. Look at me. He came from these. <laughs> he came from these. <laughs> one day, son, all of this will be yours. I think that's a good topic, actually. I think that I think that's a good, you know, 
10 minute intro into the topic as to <laughs> what type of father are you going to be when it comes to sports with your child? Obviously, Ooh, I like that. I, I, I think, yeah, let's do it. So I think that, Steve, you made a good point. I mean, I think that if you if you want to be, you know, the annoying upfront, you know, lavish father who's in everybody's face, who has, you know, all the media attention when you not necessarily you should. I feel um, like that's Colin Metz. No, it's not Colin Metz. <laughs> Where's the camera? Let me find it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first thing that you need if you're going to be that way is you need to have a kid who's really good at something anyway. Because mm -hmm. if they're all if they're just mediocre and they're going to Emory and Henry, no one cares. My son can beat Steph true. Curry. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. He has to be going to UCLA yeah, and be a, be, be a top, be a top job. And be projected top 10, top five. Yeah, you yeah. got to be like the top 10 like draft pick, going to one of the best schools, you know, just lighting the world on fire. You can't be just some media Mount Olive College, right? You know, you just it's not going to work. Uh, well, so let's, that, let's take this back a little bit, you know. Go back to like, you know, say your kid's good in high school and things like that. You're going to be the kind of dad that is in the stands going, that's my son. I mean, because I'm absolutely going to go, that, yeah, that's my son. He's worked his butt off. You know, this is where he is, and I, I'll, I'll help him with whatever it is. But I'm not going to be the one going, look at me, look at me, look how good my kids are at sports. That's, I, I'm, I'm the I'm dad. I'm going to be... I'm going to be that dad who sits 48 feet away from every other parent because I don't want well, to speak to them. Well, that would be me. Yeah, me and you will be doing the same thing. Um, yeah. Landon is going to be a middle linebacker. It's going to happen. I know he's going to be jacked he's, at he's going to be He's going to be a, a lineman, dude. Where's he getting those jeans from? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I know it. I can see him running around. Now, the old lineman thing, you get that from me. But No, he's going to be a linebacker. <laughs> he's going to be no, he's gonna be a defensive lineman. I don't know. He's a super skinny kid. He like, is skinny. That's what I'm saying. Skinny. Dude, he's young. He's going to be into <laughs> yeah. ultimate frisbee. That's what he's going to be. He's oh, going to be no. the world foremost ultimate frisbee. Disc golf. Disc golf. <laughs> I play That's it. Jeez. I mean, I, I hope that I'm there for my kid the same way my dad was for me, which was if I showed interest in a sport, he didn't push me to the break where I hated the sport all of a sudden because I think a lot of parents do that where they're mm -hmm. like, you are going to be a basketball player. You're going to be a football player. I'm not going to do that, hopefully. I mean, I love to I see am. my kids play football and play baseball because <laughs> I love those sports. But I'm not going to force my kids to play sports they don't want to do. I am. Are you really? Okay. Oh, yeah. What? I mean, I'm going to ask them to try. Now, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to force them to try. <laughs> he wants to, you, you're going to go play baseball. Like, you're going to go try it. Try for a year or so. Don't like it. That's different. You can talk to me about something else. But like... Like five you're years gonna, You're going to go try to play football. You are. I'm... I'm one of the, I guess, few parents now. I'm a lot that I talk to you like, I don't know if I want to let my kid play football. Uh, my kid's going to play yeah, football. That's dumb. My kid's playing football. Um, I'm going to make my kid play basketball. Oh, God. If my kid Bye. shoots the way that I shoot, NBA all the way. <laughs> the old two-handed <laughs> J straight over the top. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to make him try him. Now, whether he likes him or not and wants to continue with him, that's up to him. But. I'm a firm believer, and you have to push your kids to try some things. And you Absolutely. look at some of these kids who don't do anything. It's because their parents are like, it's okay, sunshine. You don't have to go play baseball today. You can sit here and play video games. It's okay. No, uh, I'm not going to do no. that. No. 
So in, in no, Sandy's going to sit and play video games. <laughs> You're well, going to go play baseball. Well, hold on, Colin. Let me, let me finish this point. Is well, you know, I'm not going to sit here and make my kid play a sport that he doesn't like after four or five years of doing it. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay. going to absolutely make my kid try things. Well, in, that, that's a good point, Steve. In the Met, in the Mets household, this is the way that my dad did it. Um, he said he had a very simple rule. He goes, "I don't care what you play." I don't care what you do. I don't care what it is, but it will be a sport. It will be a. It, it doesn't have to even be a, a, a team sport, but it will be a sport, and you, you will play something consistently. You will be on a team, or you will be doing some sport at all times. I don't care what it is, right? If not, you'll be getting a job. <laughs> no, 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 no. That no, was no. my dad. That was my dad. My mom That's and dad my- said that to beat my sister and I. Both have the same deal. You're playing a sport. You don't have to have a job. You're not playing a sport. Guess what you're doing? You got a job. So like my father, who is, I mean, he's got a completely different set of skills than I do. He's way smarter than I am, Um, but he is not athletic. He was in the same boat. My mom did, or my parent, my, my dad did not give us an option. It wasn't like you can have a job. My dad had a job throughout high school and he said that he missed a lot of stuff. He, he missed a, a lot of, you know, things that he shouldn't have missed, going to football games, blah, 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 blah. So um, he did not want us to have a job outside of the summer. So during the school year, I did not work. Same thing mm-hmm. with Connor. So in trade for that, right, because, I mean, he's given us gas money and stuff like that, um, we had to play a sport. It was not an option, right? It was you do not get a choice. So I think, like, Connor Does chess Con- count as a sport. No. So <laughs> Connor was on Worth like and I I'm not making this up because Connor's not athletic. He he's not very good at I mean he was good at baseball but I mean he just didn't really find an interest in it. He was on I think for like 3 years. He was on like <laughs> I hope he's listening to this because I can't wait to talk to him about it. Uh, he was on a local rotary bowling team. Yes! You know what? That makes sense. That's all. Yeah, I bet you Connor is really good at, at bowling. He is. He seems like he'd be the kind of person like, to be really he's good at like, bowling. He's like shockingly good at bowling. Like yeah. uncomfortably good. And he does not look like a bowler, right? He's just like... Like, what are you good at? I'm good at no, fixing but, computers, fixing servers, and bowling. Like, you know, but that's how everyone that's really <laughs> good at bowling <laughs> is ever the per is always the person you least expect to be good at bowling. Yeah, you know, have you ever noticed that? Yeah, like, yeah. just that's like true. Connor, that's just true. like that's every true. person I know who's really good. I mean, not just like can pick up the ball and play, but is really good at bowling is always something that's someone off the wall you would never have guessed that that's what they do. You I'm know, terrible at bowling. Yeah. I'm awful. Yeah, I'm oh my I'm gosh! Bad. I'm so bad. I need bumpers. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. Jesus, darts is suck. the same way. Have you ever played like competitive darts? I was in a yeah. bar. Yeah. Uh, no, because I'm not an alcoholic who lives in a bar. Oh well, uh, it's fun. Um, <laughs> I you're drunkenly throwing spears. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna throw that spear at this Listen, wall. Uh, that's Colin not a wall. Metz. That's Bobby's back. How, how many times have we seen Nick Wyndham uh, drink? Do we really want him with something sharp that he can it's throw? True. It's true. That's true. <laughs> That's so, a anyway, safety hazard. That's not you, a good idea. Back to the, the point that we made up as we were going. Um, do you, Are you guys the type of people that are like uh, wear the uh, the jersey of your kid in the stands and make no. signs? And no. Me either. No. I'm I'll be quiet. Person. 
I'll be the quiet one looking out, you know, off to the side watching the game, you know, and then after the end of the game, hopefully give my son or my daughter um, good advice about what the things that they should be working on, which is the same thing my parents did for me. Are you going to be, you know, are you, so I, I play baseball. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say his name. He's actually, he got drafted out of high school. Um, just one of the best baseball players I have ever played with. Like just a stud out of, out of his mind. He got drafted out of high school and we graduated the same year. Uh, no, he didn't. He graduated. I graduated a year before him. And he's actually still in the minors. He, he never made it to the bigs. He was just double and uh, single A. He was bouncing around between rookie ball. But, he, I mean, in, in as a kid in, in high school, I mean, he was just on a different level. I mean, he went, you know, first round in the MLB draft. And the reason that I'm even bringing him up is because his father would absolutely a hundred percent of the time rip his head off like i remember a game we played at the uh disney wide world of sports complex in a big hey tournament. i played there at one point yeah yeah We're, beautiful so, nice place it is it's wonderful if any of you can go please go because it's just awesome so mm-hmm. we're playing on the on the little fields there you know i think we were like 12 or something like that we're in the tournament and uh, he he went like I forget what it was. He was a switch hitter, and he came up first at bat, right handed, hit a home run. Second at bat, left handed, hit a home run. Third at bat, left handed, hit a double. Fourth at bat, right handed, he flew out to the center fielder. Right, so he's three for four with two home runs and a double. Right, solid yeah. day at the solid dish. Day at the <laughs> dish. <laughs> right, so he comes back to the dugout, and my dad. Um, he, I don't think he was a coach, but he was like there. And like, I think he was keeping the book or something like that. And Bobby, oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> going to have to edit that out. There <laughs> we go. Uh, his, he's really upset. I mean, he's just, he's very upset. I mean, like you could tell. And we asked him, we're like, the kids didn't ask him. Like I didn't, but apparently my dad overheard this. Like someone asked him like, Bobby, what's, what's going on? Like what's wrong? And he said that he's like, my dad is going to be really mad at me, like on the way home because I flew out like it. I'm just going to, you know, we're going to have to go take BP after this. Like, it's just I I, I'm really upset. That's that's terrible. I'm afraid of that. I've seen that, too. He's 12 years old. And I mean, that technically it worked because he got drafted in the first round out of high school. But, you know, there's a point of of you know you're you're impacting your child's life in a negative way My you don't point, have it doesn't have to be like that though well i, I mean know, you can you saying. can you could possibly impact your son or daughter playing a sport without being the parent who's breathing down their neck making them feel like oh my god if they strike out i'm gonna beat them or we're gonna go for a run after the game you know yeah. you don't have I've to be that person negative results from that than positive results exactly i've seen way more kids get burnt out and hate the thing they're doing because of parents like that i had friends in high school that had parents that man after games they went on they went lifting and stuff at like one o'clock in the morning i was like man after a game you're after a football game you went working out my that's, dad tried to deep fry me cheeseburgers. Dumb. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You know who does that? You're beat up after a game. You got to rest. Yeah, I've seen it. And I, you know, it sucks because I'll see like my buddies and stuff that 
got to go do extra work or whatever. And my, my dad's over here, like, after a football game, like, hey, Nick, you want me to deep fry you that cheeseburger? Yes, uh, I do. No, Dad, it's already cooked. No, yeah, but we can deep fry it. Uh, no, Dad, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need you to do that. You know, so it's kind of, you know, I don't want to be, like, I don't want to be that dad who does that. Like, I've already told my wife, like, I honestly, and, and I do mean this, like, I don't plan on coaching a single one of my son's teams, not one. I don't think I, I want to do that I either. I, like, my dad wouldn't do it. I mean, I think he did it for one year when I was like eight. And he came back out of the, I mean, he told me after the fact, but he was like, there's just, it was, it's not something that you need to do. He's like, because they don't, you know, your kid is not going to take you seriously, you know, as a coach, if he sees you as, you know, his father, especially as a young kid. So I, I'm with you there. I, don't, I, I will never do it. And I got to say, for personal, go ahead, Nick. You know, and I have a large knowledge about the game of baseball. I know a lot. And People I just, I me. don't want to deal with the politics that go along with being the coach of your kid's team. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with it. Like, I have a lot of knowledge about football, too. I, I won't coach any of that. I won't do it. Well, you can coach without being the coach on the team. You know, you can coach your kid in technique and things like that and take them off to the side. You know, there's nothing wrong with teaching your kid all the knowledge you have, but no one says you have to be the coach. But every coach I ever had when I was a kid who had the son on the team was always terrible. And every, you know, everyone knew you played favorites. You know, unless the kid was a superstar, which only happened every once in a while, most of the time it was just some dad who just took advantage of the situation, right? I don't want to be that person. I don't know. My dad sat me, or my dad coached me in a lot of baseball, right? He never coached football because he didn't know shit about the game but he coached me growing up in baseball for a long time and i would be the first kid to sit the bench the apps absolutely be the first kid yeah, but that's a rare situation nick where you like, have someone who knows what they're doing like that and i asked i had i asked my dad one day, i was like dad you know i'm leading the team in home runs i'm leading the team in batting average why am i always the first to sit and he looked at me and goes because number one i don't have to hear anything from your mother Number two, if I sit you, I can sit any kid out here and not have to hear about it. So, I mean, that's my situation. I think the, I think the main thing that, that I want to get across to people who are listening, any, I mean, anybody that, that, I mean, is, is kind of in my boat where, you know, you're kind of right on the brink of having children, maybe in, in Nick's boat where, um, you know, you've got two small ones or, you know, you got a small one on the way or, or whatever, or in Steve's boat where, you know, you're uh, closetly homosexual. Um, <laughs> where, <laughs> Come uh, on out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where, funny. Where my growing up, my we weren't we didn't have a lot of money and I was on um, a lot of travel teams. I did a lot of AAU stuff, baseball, and you know, I it, it wasn't it wasn't something that that was cheap. I mean, we all know that. I mean, this type Heck of stuff no. is it's crazy expensive. I mean, going to tournaments and staying overnight, and you know, you gotta you know pay the electric bill and all that stuff. I mean, stuff that I didn't even realize until I was an adult. Or my parents. I mean, and they didn't even tell me. Like I, I, I figured it out. Like just how much they sacrificed. For how you. much they sacrificed for me. Like they would sell stuff. Like like old, some of their possessions. They would sell them just so we would have enough money to go to tournaments. And like I remember they were talking about something. I forget what it was. 
And uh, like we were talking, I said, well, where is it? Like it was an item or something like that. Uh, and they're like, well, where's it at? Let's see it. And he's like, oh, no, we sold it a long time ago. We needed money. And I was like, what do you need? What do you mean? You sold it? What are you talking about? Like you needed money. He's like, yeah, we had to go to Disney or we had to go to whatever. And you, you, you put it together a long time after the fact. And especially as a kid, I mean, kids don't know what they're talking about. They're ungrateful little shits anyway, um, <laughs> where, you know, you don't know. But, you know, I, I think that that's, I mean it as the ultimate compliment towards my parents that I want to be the type of parent like them that um, the my child will have no idea the you know what you have to go through to to get this stuff done and I don't want them to have to know I never want I them to to un, to miss out on something due to you know what I'm doing I would always you know lean towards making it happen for them. And I mean, I think that's something that, that needs to be taken away because I mean, I would not be in the position that I'm at where without any of this stuff. I mean, it makes you who you are. I mean, you know, you get the teamwork, you get all the, all the team sports, you know, mumbo jumbo that, that everybody talks about. You get all that as a kid. And if you don't get it instilled early, it's never going to get there. Right. I agree. So, I hope that, I uh, you know, I, I second that and, I hope that I'm the kind of parent, uh, just like my parents were for me, that they don't, that I'm there for my kids, you know, for their sporting events and things like that, and that they know that when they look in the stands, that I'm going to be there. If at all possible, I'm going to be there to watch, you know, and just to watch, not to be sitting there screaming at them from the sideline going, do this, do that. You know, we'll talk about whatever happened about during the game afterwards. That's not important, but just be there for support. Um, my parents never miss any yeah. sport in my entire yeah. life. There was one game my parents missed in high school, which was my junior year, and it was because my sister was getting married. So they had to fly to go see her, and they missed my game. And it tore my dad apart, and I know that, especially since I had probably one of the best games of my life, um, statistically. But see, I can't. You say know, that. I hope that I'm. I, I hope that I'm like that. You know, my you parents what? never missed. What, Nick? I can't say that my parents didn't miss some of my games. Like, I can't. I honestly well, if it's can't circumstantial, you know, I understand. You know, no. if I can be there at all possible, it is in the cards for me to be there. I'm going to be there. Um, you know, I have, I have an older mom. brother, and he also played AAU. So, a lot of times, I would get dropped off, and they would both go to my brother's game. Good job, that's, Josh. That's, uh, it's a little sad. Stuff. That's um, really sad. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of sad. Yeah, I mean it is it is what it is. And you know, um you know, my mom when I was in high school, like my brother was on varsity and I was on J V uh for baseball. Um my mom would really like never go to my games. She would always go to my brother's. Um Don't because, JV play before varsity? No, opposite locations. So like one's home, one's away. See, that's not how it was at my high school because all of our games, all of our varsity games were at night. All, all of yep. them. So we well, not everybody has seven. light poles around here. If you uh, have, if you have light poles in the county we're in, that means it's a county field, which means the county can use it. So a lot of the high schools don't like to put them up because the counties come out and they just tear them up. They don't take care of them, so they don't want to do mean, that. It, when I was in high school, the JV team played it like three, and varsity played it yep. seven. 
That's the same thing for me. I, I don't know why Virginia is like that, where it's they just they, they do that. They do that flip-flop thing. I mean, so when the I was way in high school, baseball, JV played first, right. and then varsity played second, yeah, and football the way it, was the way it Thursday, works. JV, and then Friday was football. Yep. Yep. The way yep. it worked yep. is Same varsity way. softball and JV baseball would were always like together. If varsity softball was at home, uh, JV baseball was at home. And then they'd flip-flop. And then, you know, while I was at Emory, you know, Emory's a long distance away, and my parents don't have a lot of money, but I can count – how many baseball games they came to at Emory in four years on one hand. Yeah. My, well, I mean, I, I'm it's not a little bit more difficult for that. I mean, that's more than once a week. I can understand that. Well, right yeah. now, but, games my mom went to at Emory total, including close games. I can count on one hand. Um, I, my parents saw, you know, I don't know, four games in college, but I'm a different story. I mean, that's, that's a yeah, that's well, 15 hours. That's a 15 yeah. hour drive. Yeah, I mean, but mm-hmm. they came. I mean, they came at least once a year. My dad drove up. This is the, uh, you know, when my when my dad is you know dead and gone, and and I'm older. This will be my 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 favorite memory of him, to be honest. So in college, uh, I came into to Emory as a pitcher. And I suck something you awful. You so bad. <laughs> I suck something <laughs> awful. Uh, and led my, the country and hits batsman. Hit batsman. So I, I, as a freshman, I'm nervous. I'm out there. I'm not doing well. And I start to turn it around towards the end of the season. And we had a coach, Coach Dewey, who is a bad man. The Dooster. Oh gosh, he's a just a grown man lumberjack. So awesome. Oh, he's, he's awesome got 27 guy. kids. I love him. He uh, he came up to me with Coach McCall and he said, "Colin, you know you you turn it around, you've, you're doing pretty well as a reliever. Uh, we're gonna start you the next game. We're gonna start you on the mound." And he sent Coach used remember this Nick Coach used to send out those emails with the starting pitcher the day before, and yep. he sent an email out with the starting pitcher and like the lineup and who was traveling. And I was starting. It was a midweek game as a freshman, and I forwarded it to my parents. And I forwarded it to him, and I like, oh my god! Like I've I've only thrown like 15 innings this year, and I've been sucking, and I've started to turn the corner, and I'm starting to get my groove back, and I'm throwing okay, and I'm getting a start in college. And we were playing on like a Tuesday at Emory, and it was not. Was it at Emory? It was at Emory. This is how I know that. No, tomorrow we have a travels. Huh? We wouldn't have had a travel squad thing. No, I know, I know, but I'm just talking about the. It would have been. Thing. It would have been like what time you come. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just talking about the. Come down. So it was yeah. at Emory, and so we we're playing on like a Wednesday, or I don't remember. And I, I <laughs> the night before, the because the game was at one. The night before, I hear this knock on my door, and it's my dad, and I was like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "I drove. You're starting in college. I'm not missing that. Are you kidding me?" I mean, he drove 15 hours, and the next day, in in the middle of you know, no, Nick, you're right. It was a travel 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 game. So he knocked on my hotel door. I remember this, mm-hmm. and we went to the game, and it rained, and I remember it like we got rained out, and I remember going yep. to Coach McCall, and I was like, Coach, my dad drove up here to watch me pitch. Like, can I go out to dinner with him? And he said, Yeah, I could. So the team went and ate somewhere else. And at Shoney's probably, 
And my dad <laughs> definitely Shonies. My dad and I went to a Bob Evans, and we had dinner. a B and E, and we had like lunch at Bob Evans, and the game got rained out, and the doubleheader got rained out. So we were like on the road, and we were going somewhere else after the fact. And my dad was like, "Okay, cool." Uh, glad I came all the way up. Here. Yeah, I came all the way up here for lunch at Bob Evans. <laughs> yeah, that's what he did. He, it's my favorite memory. My, or I, he's not dead, but I mean, my my the best memory that I have of my dad is going out to lunch with him at Bob Evans because he drove all the way up from South Florida to watch me pitch in a game that got rained out. I mean, yeah, but look at how about how much that meant to you. Obviously, oh you're talking God, about man. now. I mean, but. Oh. You know, then you, are you going to be the father who runs, you know, who drives all the way up from Florida to go curse his son because he, you know, struck out a couple times or because well, he missed a tackle or everybody's going to say that they're not going to be. It's going to be. I mean, I, I'm a very competitive person. It's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. It's well, I'll tell be, you. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you what my what I kind of learned from my dad. And it's, it's something that I agree with and I'll probably use, you know, for my son. Um, some days you have good days. Some days you have bad days. And I can remember getting in the car on my worst day and my dad going, yep, you sucked today, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, dad. And he goes, well, I love you. Let's go get something to eat. You know? However, if I threw my helmet. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Had a bad attitude. I was, I was more scared on those days than I was on days that I played bad. If I played mm-hmm. bad, I played bad. My dad, you know, would tell me I played bad. He's honest. But he would also tell me, you know, it's okay. I love you. We'll go get something to eat. We'll go do this. Whatever. We'll be fine. But if I had a terrible attitude, geez, Louise. He was so mad. I remember Kristen can tell this story. So Kristen, my wife now, used to come to my games at Emory. And she would come quite frequently because she went to Radford, which was about an hour or so from our, from our, from our college. My dad comes down to... One of the games at Emory. I, I forget. I think we were playing Randolph-Macon. He, he would always go to those games because I had friends on Randolph-Macon and everything else. He knew a bunch of the boys. And I think I got out and I threw my helmet. And my wife is standing next to my dad. And she said, I've never seen your dad so angry in my entire life than when you threw your helmet in that baseball game. Like Your dad was also the greatest fan Yes, he, yes was. he was. He cheered for everyone. Our team, their team. <laughs> Everybody. Did, didn't matter. Wow, didn't that's matter. a good row. He's not on our team, Mr. Wyndham. I don't care. Man, what a good shot. I don't care. That was a shot. That was a double. That was a great hit. <laughs> Dad, shut up. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> Mr. Wyndham, you're beating us by 30. <laughs> you know, oh, so, I mean, funny. that's a philosophy that I'm going to try to take to my son. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. But as long as you play the right way, you're going to be fine. I uh, I can only remember one time getting yelled at for performance. And I know why it happened. I got And I, I didn't have a bad attitude or anything like that. It was the, day, the game that I got called up midseason uh, my sophomore year from JV to varsity baseball. And um, – they brought me in the first game that I got called up. I remember getting the uniform and like, you know, traveling with the team, the whole thing. And they, we were got, we were just beating the crap out of some team. And we were up by like 11 in the fifth inning. And they put me in. They like, all right, go warm up, get in. And I got shelled. 
Like just, just welcome to the show. Just firebombed. Like I like it was to the point to where like we're up by eleven and they brought the JV starting pitcher in and and like they put him in in relief. And at the end of my appearance, which was one third of an inning, um, they had to bring back in the old varsity starters to give, to make sure that we won. But like I gave up like six. In a third of an inning. <laughs> wow. Like, oh yes, we were only down that's five. A, it became that's a, an oh. Emory outing. And I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> watch. I wasn't walking people either. They were just just. <laughs> I mean, just launching the old uh, missiles. And my dad uh, driving home. I remember it like. <laughs> He was like, what was that? Like, he, I he wasn't, like, mad at me. He was just so excited for the situation. It's like the pinnacle of your life where you get called up from JV to varsity. You go out there and lay an egg. And I just got, I didn't, laying an egg is the wrong way to put it. I got, I got freaking ripped. And I remember his face when we sat down in the car. He was like, what the hell was that? That is the worst. Oh, my gosh. Like, you might as well just been an iron mic out there. Just dunk, dunk, dunk. And oh my gosh, that's the only time. <laughs> Here it comes straight down the middle. <laughs> right down the middle. I'm throwing a fastball. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He just ripped me. Just ripped me. And I'm, But I mean, I think he realized it was like after the fact, he was like, all right, shouldn't have done that. And But I mean, that's it really. I mean, but yeah. <laughs> God, now I'm, I'm, I'm getting flashbacks. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> those are back in the old. I mean, uh, those you are take back your, the, you take the examples days. you get from, you know, from life and things like that. And I, you know, I hope I'm just not one of those people that, you know, we talked about that we've all seen at some point during our sport, you know, sporting time as kids or in college and. Just don't want to be one of those coaches or parents that is up their kids' ass twenty four seven. You know, you got to let them have some space and understand the right and wrong way to critique. I guess. Mm. Nick, this was back in the time. Do you remember those grippy Omaha Golds with that? They had like the metal on the, the outside was kind of like like rough. And these are like the Beezer. Oh yeah, I had one of those grippy had, like Beezer yeah, the bats. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Like, they, the TPXs were like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where they were. Yeah, like, or the Omaha. Yeah, yeah, that's TPX. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Where like you could that grab the metal and it was kind of like mm-hmm. rough, so it would yep. grab the ball and almost like launch it out like a rocket missile. Like, just, yeah. yep. Those are the bats that you could hit a golf ball eight miles. So anyway, all right, guys. I, I think that's enough rambling for this evening. Um, Everybody, check us out social media. We're Welcome back. back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. We're gonna back we're to gonna, it. We're gonna get back on the horse and we're gonna ride that pony. So uh, I want to dance with somebody, and uh, I want to feel the heat. I want to dance with somebody. All right, guys, take care. I want to feel the heat. <laughs> Bye. Later. <laughs>